Born in 1828, Horatio Spafford grew into a successful lawyer and real estate investor in Chicago. A religious man, Spafford was a devout Presbyterian and was close friends with several evangelists, including the famous Dwight L. Moody, also from Chicago. In an amazing wave of bad luck, Spafford's two-year-old son passed away shortly before Spafford's fortune evaporated in the wake of the Great Chicago Fire of 1871. Having invested heavily in real estate along Lake Michigan's shoreline, he lost everything overnight. But the worst was yet to come. In order to get away from Chicago, Spafford planned a European trip for his family in 1873. In November of that year, due to unexpected last-minute business developments, he had to remain in Chicago. But he sent his wife and four daughters on ahead as scheduled on the SSV de Havre. He expected to follow in a few days. On November 22nd, the ship was struck by the Lochern, an English vessel, and sank in 12 minutes. Several days later, the survivors finally landed at Cardiff, Wales, and Mrs. Spafford sent a telegram to her husband with only two words, saved alone. Spafford immediately boarded a ship to join his wife in Wales. He asked the captain of the ship to point out the location of the wreck that had taken the lives of his four daughters. When they came to that place, he stood on deck contemplating the terrible thing that had happened to his family. But then, overwhelmed with a sense of peace and the knowledge that his daughters were not at the bottom of the ocean, but rather were with God, he retired to his cabin where he wrote words many of us still sing today. When peace like a river attendeth my way, when sorrows like sea billows roll, whatever my lot, thou hast taught me to say, it is well, it is well with my soul. It is well with my soul. It is well, it is well with my soul. We do not live in a safe world. Every Sunday when Father Donovan and I are preparing for church, and specifically when we are preparing for the prayers, we both look through the news to make sure nothing terrible has happened in the eight or so hours we've been asleep. We have all had experiences of tremendous loss or waves of rotten luck or indescribable pain. Horrible things happen to people who do not deserve it. We live in a world where evil exists, natural disasters occur, and where innocents die. No one knew that better than Horatio Stafford, who lost all of his children and all of his wealth in one fell swoop. So how could he write, much less sing, this hymn? How could one who has lost so much proclaim, it is well with my soul? In our women's Bible study on Sunday mornings, we've been taking a different approach to Scripture. Instead of reading Scripture with our head, we are approaching Scripture with our hearts. Instead of focusing on the historical context or the writer's intention, we are reading the words out of context and talking about how they make us feel, what we're hearing them say, and thinking about how we relate to them that week. After reading Psalm 23 in this way, 
I think there is no question why this is the psalm we read at every funeral. This psalm instantly makes my blood pressure drop. I can feel my breathing slow. I'm not a shepherd, and I know almost nothing about sheep. But this psalm, this hymn, exudes a sense of peace, a sense of promise that speaks to me on a different level. I don't think I'm the only one who feels that way. A sense of calm hits every group of people I've ever seen read this hymn aloud. This psalm unexplored is rich enough on its own. And for years, that's how I enjoyed it. I read the words, I felt that sense of peace, and I let them wash over me. Until I did a Christian formation program for children called Godly Play. It is a Montessori-style course where the stories of the Bible are told through simple felt pieces and wooden figurines. It is quiet, it is contemplative, and it allows kids to enter the stories of the Bible in ways we rarely get to as adults. As part of the training, you sit in a circle like children and get to hear many stories being told. So I sat crisscross applesauce on the floor that morning, ready to hear yet another story about the desert, or about mustard seeds, or about Jesus. When the storyteller started unrolling a green piece of felt, as she launched into the first few words, the Lord is my shepherd. She led a shepherd with small sheep figurines into green pastures. She led them around still waters, Finally, she led them through dark and scary places and out again. And then after bringing the sheep back to safety within a tiny felt pen, she asked us which sheep we were in the story. As I looked at the little black sheep that happened to be trying to escape the pen, I thought about all the ways I was like that sheep. I'm hard-headed and always trying to make my own way. I'm quick to get excited and want to run off. But I know the voice of my shepherd, and I have felt him whack me with his staff a few times when I've gone too far. I also know my shepherd loves me and will always bring me back. Being a sheep is not an insult as we may think of it sometimes today. It does not make us stupid or lemmings. Being a sheep means we are cared for, we are protected, and we are valuable. God doesn't promise life will be easy or fun or safe. Sometimes food is scarce. Sometimes there's a hole in our pen and we wander off. And sometimes wolves do attack. But God does promise that he will be with us. He will lead us to green pastures and by still waters. He guides us along right pathways and even walks with us through the valley of the shadow of death or through the dark and scary places if you're a five-year-old. He will use his rod and staff to keep you going even if you don't want to because God has anointed you. He has chosen you. You are a sheep of his flock. His goodness and mercy shall follow you all the days of your life, 
and you will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. So no, we don't live in a safe world. But we are loved by a good God. We serve a God who is with us in the midst of peace like a river and sorrows like sea billows. And that's why and how Horatio Spafford was able to write this hymn. Because no matter how our earthly life shakes out, no matter if we live rich lives surrounded by family or live lives marked by struggle and pain, our earthly life is short and limited. But the life God offers us, eternal life, is full of love, without pain, and available to all who follow him. God is the good shepherd. He knows his sheep, and his sheep know him. He will guide us, and we will follow him. We will dwell with him in eternity. And that is well with my soul.